Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Wittenberg Radio, episode number. Nicolene, will you do the honors? A hundred! Woohoo! It is Tuesday, April the 18th of 2017. My name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Nicolene Klaassen-Weed. You are listening to a uh, CMU Student Council podcast if you're tuning in uh, for the first time on this occasion of our uh, centennial episode. I know, this is fancy stuff. As (laughs) always, you can find our past episodes all the way back, I believe, to number 12, if my archive uh, memory serves correctly, at wittenbergradio.com. Actually, that first interview that we ever did Nicolene uh, was I'll get to that after I get to the rest of the promos um, <laughs> find us also on Facebook and Twitter at Wittenberg Radio uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice and look for us uh, at uh, wittenbergradio at gmail.com to send in your comments questions and uh, suggestions for next year's show uh, with Kenji and Claudia who are uh, mysteriously not present for this uh, 100th episode Ugh. I know I saw them with their schemy fingers in the corner I'm sure they have something <laughs> planned Hmm, they must be that, hiding know. somewhere. This is spooky. <laughs> I don't know if I like this, but onward and upward, I don't care. You're not going to get to me today. It's our 100th episode. As I say, I was going back in the archives and listening to uh, some of the, the past episodes, and I can very clearly remember that first episode that uh, the guys uh, put up on the website all low those many years ago <laughs> in 2013. Uh, it was... Uh, an interview done with uh, a band of, of some repute around these parts that I may or may not have had a part <laughs> in. And we were sitting right on those chairs right over there in our studio on these big cushy armchairs. And we didn't have these mic stands yet. So we had to like hold the microphones and pass them back and forth, oh, which was a really fun time. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a thrilling experience to go all the way back in time to hear uh, that first to hear that first exchange that um, I had uh, here on Wittenberg. Yeah, that's really cool. Episode 13. Guest to host. Guest to host. We've yeah. got such a great lineup here for you today, so let's jump right in. Our first guests on the show today are voices you may recognize if you are not a first-year student here. Uh, since leaving CMU with a degree in International Development Studies, Chris Clausen has been continuing his education studying law at the University of Manitoba. He hosted this show, I mean, really from its beginnings, uh, a part of its uh, inception in fall, 20, uh, fall 2012, and then continuing on as Wittenberg Radio proper, I suppose, in the uh, the fall of 20 let's see 2013 or 2014 yeah 2013 um and then he hosted from 2013 2015 uh chris thank you so much for being here thank you so much for having me it's very exciting it's it, uh, for us too believe me grace kang by contrast still a very active member uh here on campus i believe you're graduating in less than a week too which is really kind of exciting right uh, i'm actually graduating in november in november almost <laughs> you're so close you're so yeah. close, hanging in there, uh, and That's she will. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> so uh, she will also be uh, uh, continuing on next year as next year's Doxa editor, um, and she also hosted uh, and it's uh, in the show's early goings as well. Uh, Grace, so uh, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And finally, the man, the myth, the legend. Too weird to live, too rare to die. Daniel Friesen, this show's former producer, in on the ground floor, joining us live here in studio today and not behind a computer. How does that feel? Oh, it's weird. I feel I feel a little naked here. <laughs> I don't have any buttons to push or anything. They can just, just sound intelligent. This is... Uh, this is actually absolutely amazing. So, I'm going to ask all of the, the question to all of you, first of all. How did you get involved in Wittenberg 
Radio. I'll start with you, Chris, considering you were here on the ground floor. Sure. Um, well, I guess it would have been in the fall of 2013, myself and one of the other co-hosts that you'll uh, hear from later in your show uh, this time around, uh, shared a shift at the Blau Rock Cafe. And we enjoyed those conversations uh, and enjoyed sharing those conversations during our shifts with uh, fellow students uh, and thought that we uh, had maybe gotten into something that uh, had some potential for, uh, or maybe had some value for a wider audience, uh, at least as far as uh, an opportunity to discuss uh, challenging issues was concerned. So um, we... And, and I guess the other, the other idea was that some of Kyle's friends had started a podcast, and he wanted to start a podcast, too. So we started recording a couple episodes. Uh, so we, uh, yeah, talked about, uh, I guess, contentious issues at the time, um, uh, interviewed profs about their research, just kind of feeling it out. And, and, and then within the next six months or so, uh, we got enough momentum to bring a, a motion to student council where they granted us permission to speak on their behalf, in a sense. So we became... Um, uh, an official production of CMU Student Council. There you go, and we're very grateful for that because then we have money. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so then we bought a microphone and things really took off from there. Uh, I, just, I just remember in one of our very first episodes, we uh, were just recording on a computer that was set on Kyle's kitchen table, and I think the first piece of advice Dan offered us was to not eat while we recorded. <laughs> Dan, so, what, uh, what were they eating? I don't know. I wasn't there, but I just listened to it and heard the chewing, and I said... Come on, boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, needless to say, we had a lot to learn. Absolutely. Well, I mean, learned we did. Grace, what were your first impressions of, of the podcast when you heard it? Uh, well, I have a confession. I never actually listened to it before I started recording it. So. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and I never listened to it after I started recording it because I was like too, too self-conscious with my own voice. So... Yeah. <laughs> That's understandable. Very understandable. Yeah. Um okay, well uh, then Grace, the next question to you. What were you um what were you hoping to accomplish on, on Wittenberg Radio? When you joined up, what did you have any goals in mind or is it just kind of a fun thing? Well, um it was it was kind of by chance that like Matt Byth was the SRA that year and I was the first year and he uh, like walked into my dorm room one day and saw that I was recording stuff for um, YouTube and some other platforms and he said well like Chris Clawson is looking for a co-host for a podcast and at that point I had never really listened to podcasts or known anything about anything because I was just so fresh um, <laughs> and then I uh, met Chris and Dan and um, I was really trying to like kind of figure out where I fit in the world and trying to orient myself and um, coming on to Wittenberg Radio actually really helped me with that even though it was really scary because uh, I was doing it on air <laughs> but um, so I guess one of my one of my goals was to engage in uh, thought-provoking conversation and try to figure out um, where people stood on those things and where I would stand on those things and having guests on and being exposed to that kind of um, those kinds of conversations really helped me to do that uh, same question to you there Daniel what were you when you jumped on board on the podcast what were you hoping to accomplish uh, well yeah similar to Grace I had heard that uh, Chris and Kyle were were putting these conversations on the internet and there were rumblings I heard from David Balzer about um uh, a podcast starting 
uh, CMU, and that's kind of I've been an avid listener of podcasts for a long time now, and uh, I was wondering how can I get me a piece of this, and so I say, says to myself, I says they already got a, <laughs> they already got the talent here in terms of the on-air talent, so maybe they could use a producer, and you know I'll uh, bring the little bit I know, and then fake it till I make it to learn the rest, and so uh, yeah, just hoping to. Hoping to get some experience, uh, make some sweet content, and uh, yeah, and it uh, just kind of took off from there. Uh, Chris, what were your um, what were your intentions going into this podcast? I mean, you mentioned already that uh, that started as a sort of a, a, a byproduct of, of a class, and then being at the Blau Rock. What were you hoping? Um, what were you hoping that the podcast was going to be initially, and how did those hopes evolve? conversation we had with David Balzer, uh, who, at least at the time, was our faculty advisor, and may still be for the program, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> his, his initial take on what we were doing was, uh, I think the words he used were like something along the lines of hyperactive narcissism or something like that, um, which was fair, was totally fair, <laughs> and uh, kind of gave us an opportunity to think a little more carefully about what we were actually trying to do. Um, and I would echo a lot of what Grace said. I, I, I think uh, I think at the time that Grace came on board, we were we were uh, still, and, and, and not you're not anymore, but at that time we were focusing closely on, on, I guess, the brand of the show or what the show was trying to be, and so we were putting a lot of emphasis at the time into trying to be, uh, or cre- create a space for conversation that challenged the way people thought uh, and asked them to think about why they thought the way they did. Um, and similar to Grace's experience that uh, I think was effective for me, uh, maybe even to a greater degree than it was for our audience. But that was the goal. There you go. Um, I'm going to ask uh, what, uh, having been recent students, and maybe I'll go around to all of you on this and I'll start with you, uh, Grace. Um, what uh, have you seen the podcast, I mean, as an outsider, I mean, you only hosted for the one year and having a bit of a degree of separation from that, I guess I'm most curious, uh, what have you seen the podcast contribute uh, to to the CMU zeitgeist that maybe no one else has? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> um, and I have a, I actually have a lot of separation because right after I did that, I went on out of town. So then I came back and I was like, oh, I don't know what's happening. But um, in the conversations that I've heard, I think that CME just in, in and of itself having a podcast um, really fosters a sense of conversation, even if not a lot of people listen to it. Um, people do talk about the fact that there is a podcast and what they talked about, um, and then other people can engage in that conversation, even if they don't want to listen to it or whatever. So I think that Wittenberg's um, contribution to, to CME's kind of milieu has been... Um, generating conversation even if not everybody listens to it the people who do listen to it really kind of feed off of it and and ask people what they think about what has been talked about there you go dan uh same question to you what do you think that um uh, like how have you seen uh this podcast grow and i guess is a better way to to ask this question um how have you seen this podcast grow uh in its uh in the role that it plays in the cmu community yeah uh yeah, I think similarly to what Grace was saying, it's it's a uh, kind of grown from just uh, a bit of a fledgling enterprise into a, a more professional uh, organization. Into you know, 
certainly not in the scale of like a CKUW or UMFM uh, for various reasons. But no, it's it's a it's a much more personal um, way of yeah, just having a voice from generated by and for the students and wider community to talk about things that you know are in our minds and uh, can bring those things up to everyone. Uh, so yeah, I think just it's it's become more refined and and become more as as it's existed longer more and more input has come from more people has become more and more what people are kind of looking for in a conversation generator hmm uh chris when you if you look at the way the podcast shapes up now versus uh when it started i guess um do you see any way in which uh the podcast uh could potentially reach up I mean, and the goal has never really been, I think, a, a broad listenership. Although I don't know what you're talking about, Grace. We have thousands of listeners every week. <laughs> um, but, gee, thank you. <laughs> um, but I, I guess I'm wondering, um, to what degree, uh, the podcast uh serves in a different way than you were imagining on the outset of forming it. we optimistically hoped that the podcast could fill a void on campus that hadn't yet been filled. And I think that's been achieved. I think it creates conversation in ways that other publications, as great as they are, don't uh, accomplish. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a totally different medium. The, the DOCSA is and always has been a, a really great publication, but it doesn't create conversation in the same way that Winsford Radio. And at the time when we were when we were trying to get this off the ground, we, we knew there was that void, but we didn't quite know how to shape the show to fill the niche. And and if, if you like go back to like the first twenty or thirty episodes of, of, of Wittenberg Radio, there's a lot of evidence of us like really trying to figure out how to make it work. How long should episodes be? How often should we put on episodes? What kind of content should we have? What kind of segments should we have on? Who should we have on? And I think it's taken almost this long to really get those things figured out. But I think you have gotten them figured out. Uh, I've noticed that you guys are really great at content creation in a way that we weren't ever able to be. Um, you, uh, the, the conversations you start, I think, appeal to a wider range uh, or a, a wider segment of your potential audience than we were able to, to reach. Um, and I think your feedback feedback mechanisms are, are, are better developed than they ever were for us, too. So, um, yeah, I think in the time since, the show has kind of grown into itself. Uh, we saw the void that we wanted to fill, but it uh, has taken this long, I think, to figure out what that looks like. And it's uh, not to say that it's been achieved, but I think uh, there has been great progress made. Uh, Grace, um, my next my next question to you. I mean, you mentioned before that uh, not listening to yourself after the fact, um, which is something that I can totally relate to. Although I I, I try to to make whatever just to make sure that I'm not saying any you know like saying anything salacious or anything like that. But um, I'm I guess I, I I'm wondering from you, uh, what's one thing you have learned from uh, from being on Wittenberg that uh, maybe you've applied to uh, your studies and what you've done since since hosting the show. I think I, I think I found the value of being myself, and it was it was really hard for me at first because I was still trying to figure out who I was. Um, 
but as the show grew on and I became a little bit more confident, um, I realized that taking risks and taking um, risks in conversation especially generate more profound conversations. So especially in my paper writing, um, I've become more confident in tackling bigger topics and um, and like I don't really know what I'm going to do in my master's studies, but I'm sure there's going to be interesting conversations there. And um, and I think I'm, I think it has made me um, able to ask good questions and not be afraid that they're going to be dumb questions or um, that they're not going to do anything because because taking risks in that way always generates some kind of conversation. And I think that that is really one of the cornerstones of learning. There you go. Man, that's a lot more, I mean, a lot, first of all, a lot more profound and a lot less salacious than I fear myself to be at any given, <laughs> at any given point on, on the, when I'm, when I'm hosting on this show. Um, uh, from a, from a, um, a perspective of, of the back end, Dan, which is something that you're familiar with, and uh, uh, what is, what is something that uh, you had always kind of, maybe, maybe what's a hope for the podcast that you had that maybe wasn't quite uh, realized? Hmm. I think, I mean, there's always like grand, grand dreams of like, you know, realizing what something or imagining what something could be and then there's kind of the reality of there's only so many hours in the day and only so much energy you have especially while you're a student I think um, yeah something that I would have liked to have done if I could you know turn back time um, yeah being being better about uh, more like social media engagement that would uh, something I'm not does not come naturally to me um, in terms of like generating that kind of content even though that's really the best way to you know get people excited about things um, and also just kind of you know taking the 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 production in the show to the next step you know creating more uh, bumpers and which is like segment little jingle kinds of things that <laughs> it's always something that I was like oh yeah someday if only but it never right. quite was something that I got around to doing because uh, I felt that the show was serving its purpose without those things um, but yeah I, I guess that would be uh, something that I wish that I could have done but it, again like I said I don't think that it was totally lacking it was just more like that's a next level step that for me would have been a, a nice like skill to improve on Okay, yeah, those bumper things. I've actually kind of always wanted those too. Maybe, maybe next year. Uh, maybe the taking notes, Kenji and Claudia, who are listening intently in the wings. Speaking of, last question to all of you, and I'll start with you, Dan. In ten seconds or less, what is one tip you have for the incoming hosts? Um, I, this might sound cliche, but I'll say it anyways. Just make it your own. There's people who have done this before, but everyone's gonna do a little differently. Um, and you know, nobody knows. Uh, what your peers want better than you who are here now not us who have already come and gone so just make it your own if you think feel there's a need fill it or something that needs to be changed or switched do it and yeah just don't be scared to try things out this is I mean part of the reason why I got involved with Wittenberg in the first place was because I knew this was going to be a you know a relatively safe environment to just like be 
experimental and like mess up a whole bunch of times to figure out how to do things properly and there'd be a lot of room for forgiveness and trial and error so yeah just make it your own and yeah have fun grace kang any advice for the new hosts yeah just let loose and have fun because <laughs> people want to listen to people having fun and you know just crack jokes with each other um i think that the more you spew uh the more good content <laughs> comes out and everything else all the crap you can edit out so um like i, I think i got really nervous once and i said something really inappropriate and explicit on one of the shows and then dan had to cut it out but like that doesn't matter because it gets cut out right and then and then everything else well not everything else but all the good stuff sticks so just put it all out there uh for the record minimal editing is is preferred dan do you remember this event at all <laughs> not specifically um <laughs> no i i re usually don't remember anything that happens on things that i record it's kind of <laughs> come and gone because you're so especially for me pushing buttons you're like so in a different i see zone space, you, yeah. in a different mental space than yeah you might be otherwise so i'm sorry i can't recall it precisely ah, shoot. <laughs> oh well. well we'll try we'll try and find it chris advice to our new hosts if you would oh man uh well i for sure echo what has already been said um very important to make it your own don't feel tied to what we or anyone else did and definitely have fun but then also um also ask hard questions like like pursue stuff you're interested in and and uh and that's really going to make the show great it's if you're uh interested in the content yourself uh, and if you're asking challenging questions about it so yeah have fun with it thanks and thanks also for picking it up it uh means a lot for us to see this thing uh that we started a long time ago making this fun so that's cool uh, well, thank you for the inspiration you all have provided. I, I mean, for myself personally, this, is, this has been a real joy, and uh, I really thank you for, uh, for starting something that uh, has become a, real, a really fun pet project of mine uh, and also like a good service to do for the, for the community as well. So uh, I want to thank you all for, uh, for joining us here today. Dan Friesen has been with us uh, here in studio. Uh, Grace Kang and uh, Chris Clausen have joined us uh, by phone, and we want to thank you all for taking the time. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for having us. So thank you so much again, guys, for coming on the show. And uh, I'll take this opportunity Nicolene, to say thank you for a wonderful year. Thank you, Nolan. Well, great. It was really a great experience. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun. I know that uh, that was a, a hard thing to work on. And, uh, the first it was days of no knowledge and hearing your voice for the first time to 100 episodes. Well, I didn't do them all, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, Nicolene. She had the real joy of, uh, like, if I were, like, testing my microphone and, like, smacking my lips or, like, eating some, like, chips or something like that. Like, just right in her headphones. So I'm sure I she's did, heard quite yeah. enough of me for a very long time. So I was thinking about a song to play today, Nicolene, in, in between these two episodes while we get uh, while we get our next guests on the line. I thought, what's a really what's a song that sort of encapsulates Wittenberg's existence uh, more than anything else? And I was trying to to uh, to think of a song that's like been encapsulated, like not only of Wittenberg but of of, of CMU's uh, sort of collective psyche, at least as how I've perceived mm -hmm. it uh, yeah. here on the on the show and I think the song that really does that so well is a band that everybody here uh, at CMU to a, a certain degree knows so well so we're gonna spin that jam now this is of course our friends in Royal Canoe and it's called Exodus of the Year
sound Chasing another arrow of light It's always the same somehow Exodus of the Year from Royal Canoe here on Wittenberg Radio, celebrating our 100th episode here on the show today. Oh, so, such a good jam. Yeah, right? I feel like we might have even played that, when, I, or we, you played that, when uh, when you interviewed Bucky. I'm sure we once. did. Yeah. Yes, we did have Bucky Drieger, who was playing the guitar that you heard in that song. Um uh, uh, how long ago was that? I guess last year. That was last winter that we talked to him in, in anticipation of the release of his new record, which has since come out. Uh, it's called I don't even, Something so- Got Lost Between Here and the Orbit. Yeah. Oh, uh, so good. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I love jamming that vinyl yes. from uh, from time to time, and I'm sure that'll be a good summer jam uh, as I you know prepare for the, he- the hectic nature of summer. Totally. So with that said, we've got our two guests on the line. Let's get right to them. For our continuing celebration of Wittenberg Radio's 100th episode, we thought we'd go way, way back to the very beginning of this show. We've already uh, been chatting with uh, Dan Friesen, Chris Clausen, and Grace Kang. It was so great to have those two on uh, talking about their involvement with the show. And now we've got two of the original members of this podcast going 
all the way back. I mean, 2012, I and mean, it technically was when it started. Um, and we've got uh, from we've got two guys who were there from the beginning, a hundred episodes ago. Uh, they've both gone on to bigger and better things in uh, the bigger and better place that is Saskatchewan. Uh, but um, <laughs> they've both agreed to chat with us about uh, how this whole thing uh, came to be. Kyle Van Mulligan is with us. He uh, is it now with the Regina Police Department. Am I getting that right, Kyle? That's right, yeah. Wicked. And uh, Michael Rutherford, also a, a Saskatchewanian. Uh, and uh, what have you been uh, What have you been up to since Wittenberg Radio there, Michael? Oh, a uh, whole bunch of things. I uh, work for Enterprise Rent-A-Car right now. All right. I live in Swift Current. And Swift Current, attaboy. Well, welcome back to the show, fellas. It's so great to have you on. Thanks for having us. Uh, okay, so uh, Kyle, I'll start with you. Take us back to... Um, that first ever episode what was it i haven't found it in anywhere on the archives or anything what what was that first episode do you remember um well yeah i think it's on um i can remember correctly like i don't know how much of this chris would have told you guys already but long story short basically chris and i were friends and then we had uh we had like our weekly volunteer like barista two hours or whatever at the bar off cafe i don't know if that's still a thing there yeah it is sure is i'm going strong okay good to hear uh anyways we had that and then like i don't know how busy it was it is now but at the time it wasn't like crazy busy so we had like lots of time to talk and then chris and i would just kind of like ended up having really good conversations during those like those two hour weekly kind of time slots and then honestly i can't even remember one of us kind of just came with any idea of like a school podcast kind of thing and then I think the two of us, Chris and myself, we kind of just from there took it upon us to start recording it, and a weekly, weekly um, topic and guest kind of thing. And then we were both also enrolled in uh, an IDF class. Uh, what was it called? Can't remember the one with uh, Kent Lobby that teaches PLD, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. Anyway, so then we kind of just like our final project, we kind of like brought that in. And then the whole class kind of like ran with it and helped, and then eventually got picked up by student council and stuff. And uh, yeah, happy to hear that it's still going and that I'm still filling that role. So that's that's pretty cool for us. Right. And then anyway, then around the first, I didn't even answer your question yet, but <laughs> I think it was just kind of strung together the first one. And Michael was my neighbor. We lived in Concord, and then. Uh, I think <laughs> I can't even remember exactly what we talked about. I think maybe like the drive from Manitoba to Saskatchewan or something like that. Like <laughs> maybe Michael can remember better. I don't know. Michael, do you remember what that first uh, podcast was about all those years ago? Um, not a. Uh, I'm, part of me thinks we talked about community at CMU, but I honestly do not remember it at all. Oh. That would be my best guess <laughs> of just how uh, community life at CMU. <laughs> Perfect. Now that's a good thing we've got a nice solid historical picture of this whole thing. This is this is super great. <laughs> um, so um, what did I guess I'll, I'll start with uh, with you, Kyle? Where did you envision this sh- with this thing going? Um, I mean, the beginning it was pretty organic. Honestly, not. I didn't see it probably turn into this. Um, like, yeah. So we didn't really have a whole lot of expectations going in, kind of thing. Um, wanted to start the ball started to roll a little bit and then um, the idea of like that student council could like pick it up and then it would like create a formal position 
that someone would be kind of like obligated by like you know kind of then it kind of like I thought it might have the potential to be like a very like sustainable thing that the school could could have um, but yeah initially no real expectations kind of thing we just kind of thought it would be like a fun and valuable kind of format or platform for things to kind of for the campus to talk about that I mean CMU's kind of been is a great place for for having those difficult discussions or hot button issues or having important conversations I guess so yeah, absolutely, and, and and we're trying to continue that tradition here, which is really really great. Uh, Michael, next, I mean, next question to you. I mean, he's talking about these these uh, these deep sort of conversations. We talk about like something as as meta, I guess, as community at CMU. Uh, what are other conversations that you guys had that 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 you uh, that you remember having? I honestly, it's been so long. <laughs> I didn't realize it was even five years. I um, honestly don't remember the conversations we had of it. I just remember when Kyle told me that he um, was starting a podcast out of the Plow Rock, and and he asked me to go on. I said for sure. Yeah, sorry, I'm not more helpful. Oh my gosh, this is, but this is so quintessentially CMU, right? Like you have these deep conversations, uh, late at night, uh, sitting in your apartment in in uh, like second floor Concord, or like sitting around the Blau Rock. Like all of a sudden, you're gonna have some sort of existential debate, and like these things just happen so regularly. Um, and it's really, it's really interesting to me that that you found uh this sort of medium to capture all that in uh what inspired you to do a, a podcast why not a youtube channel or a blog nobody writes blogs anymore why <laughs> why don't you go hipster blog i think as i'm trying to like recall my memory too i think i had just like i had just been aware i think i'm originally from prince george british columbia and then i think i had listened to one historically i just knew the people who did one out of school in prince george the university of northern british columbia so I kind of listened to that, and then I kind of got the idea. And as far as I know, it's not out of the ordinary for a school to have a, either a podcast or even like some of the bigger schools might even have like a formal like slot on like a radio segment. I'm sure. I don't know. I'll kind of assume U of M would have something like that. But um, yeah, so I guess that's probably what put it in my head initially. Well, there you go, um, Michael. What was? What were, do you have any memories of at all of anything that you did? Uh, with this podcast or I mean we've had one memory I wonder if you guys remember this when Daniel Friesen came on board uh, as a producer he was just telling us the story of how uh, you guys were eating into your microphones as you recorded do you remember doing that at all uh, I remember eating during the podcast but <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if I was eating directly into it I probably was <laughs> I mean, I've heard those episodes, and it sounds like you guys have, like, a whole thing full of almonds, and you guys are just <laughs> crunching right into there. It makes for just such great radio. <laughs> yeah, that, it's it, it's fabulous. Um, is there anything on your end, Kyle, that you think back and meant, man, I wish I would have done that on the show? Um, nothing like that. I mean, honestly, like, the fact that we're having a conversation now, it's pretty, I mean, it's probably surpassed any expectation I had for it, at least at the beginning kind of thing too but I mean I don't I don't know how hard the topics like you guys have been covering lately but um, I think at the time it was did you have a week? Do you guys still do a weekly show? Yeah yeah it went bi-weekly yeah. for a little while and then and now we're back up to weekly shows which is which is great 
Yeah, I mean, it is difficult, as you would know, to come up with, like, a weekly show that's, like, stimulating and, you know, something that's, like, worthwhile. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's definitely a lot of commitment, like, you know, hours that go in and finding guests and stuff, a lot of running around. So, um, I don't know, like, some some of the shows are probably, were probably a bit lacking just because of sheer manpower and, like, yeah, it's difficult to come up with a show every single week that's going to be super stimulating that people want to hear and stuff like that, too. But, yeah, like I said, I mean, it created a platform for, like, for someone who's, like, I mean, Chris and I weren't even in, like, broadcasting communications or whatever, anything like that. Um, so, I mean, like, it's, you know, it's university and it kind of pr- provides, like, at the very least, it gives someone, like, an outlet that if they have an interest or discover that interest about themselves and they can just take it and run with it. And it's cool to see that you ran with it. And, you know, when you leave, uh, you know, I would assume and hope that, you know, someone else can, like, carry the torch and, you know, who knows. You, got, you segue very well into my last question. Uh, we have two new hosts. Uh, one, yeah, we've got two new hosts coming in uh, this coming year. Um, one of which is uh, the son of uh, English prof Paul Dick. I'm sure you guys both probably can relate to how uh, amazing that's going to be as a result. Um, what would, if you had a brief word of advice for uh, from someone who was uh, sort of there at the inception of Wittenberg Radio for the new hosts, uh, what would it be? I don't know. Be open to bringing anyone on or have a good mixture of, of guests to bring on to the show, get different perspectives. Outs. Yeah, that's that's pretty great advice. Kyle, what about you? Any advice for our for our two new hosts? Yeah, I'd say, like, just... I like to keep it raw, and I would say, like, don't be afraid to stir the pot. I mean, don't don't stir the pot for the sake of stirring the pot, if that makes sense, but don't, don't shy away from, like, topics that are, you know, clearly people have different opinions on and stuff like that. I think... You know, that's a big part of life. People have different opinions, and I think hopefully everyone's civil enough to agree or disagree and stuff. And, you know, just generating good dialogue kind of thing, but if that makes any sense. Absolutely. I want to thank you both for being on the show today. Thank you for uh, being involved in a show in, uh, in this project. And, uh, yeah, I guess just thank you for joining us uh, and taking uh, and uh, giving us some of your time today. Not a problem. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks, for, thanks for the call. All right. Take care, guys. Bye now. So there you have it, uh, 100 episodes of Wittenberg Radio in the books and uh, properly celebrated here on today's episode. And this is it. This is our last sign-off, I guess, Nicolene. Wow, this is, I'm, I'm getting sad. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. This is a moment. Me too. This is a, a week uh, of sadness with, uh, uh, with how many days now until grad coming up, then yeah. uh, we've got, yeah, this is, these are sad days for sure. I mean, I'm not graduating, but I, I feel that. Yeah, <laughs> I this, feel it in advance. <laughs> everything is going to be every, everything is a sentimental endeavor this week, which is, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about sentiment necessarily, but you know, it's, <laughs> I'll reflect fondly upon these times. Yes. So, as always, you can find the last hundred episodes of this show at wittenbergradio.com. Subscribe on iTunes at the podcatcher of your choice, so you'll be sure to get the first episodes from Kenji and Claudia starting next mm-hmm. September. Don't forget about our summer playlist episode. Woohoo! That's coming Always up. Always a great one. So fun. Yeah. Uh, we've got that coming up in, uh, like, I guess that'll come up next week, won't it? Yeah. There you go. So some, st- some near future while you guys some, are finishing. That's right. Exams. A little send off into the summer, if you will. If you're looking for a, uh, a track or two to get you back home to Saskatchewan or uh, wherever you may live. I, Saskatchewan is something I pull <laughs> out of a hat because the drive there is really boring, so you need music. <laughs> so do tune in for that. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wittenberg Radio. Wittenberg Radio at gmail.com is the 
place to send your comments, questions, uh, listeners, con- listener concerns. Congratulations for reaching 100 episodes. <laughs> we haven't got one of those yet. I'd love one of, to see one of those. Send us some fan mail. Yes, please. As, as we leave. <laughs> and for, uh, I guess, the last official time, my name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Nicolene Kwasamim. See ya sometime. Why, hello there. My name is Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Duick. And welcome to the new Wittenberg Radio. We know it's not September just yet, but we we simply simply could could not not wait. So, first off, we'd like to thank Nicolene and Nolan for doing a wonderful job hosting Wittenberg Radio this last year. And thanks to you for voting us in. We're excited to do Wittenberg next year. So what are we doing next year? Well, first of all, we're going to be continuing our current segments. That means we're going to bring in new columnists on the show. We're going to have uh, interviews uh, with fellow CME students and faculty. And of course, we'll continue to have our music picks of the week. We're also excited to bring in some new things like contests that you can participate in to win great prizes and on-site interviews. We're also pumped to give you Netflix picks of the week. Oh, yeah, and we have loads more ideas as well. So we're going to be working on this stuff over the summer, and we also wish you an awesome summer as well. Relax, smile, and laugh, and we'll see you in September. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council. 